Welcome to Off the Circle. Today we have Tammy Barney and Thomas Christensen from TeenWorks. entrepreneurs and business people learn from their experience and expertise and have some laughs along the way off the circle the indianapolis business scene as you've never heard it before hey welcome to off the circle this is ryan grimes here with doug carr hello sir today we have tammy barney and thomas christensen from teenworks um tammy if you want to tell us a little bit about teenworks and we should say teen teen yes sorry for anybody listening <laughs> teenworks well, thank you, Ryan and Doug, for having us. Um, it's a pleasure to be on today to share a little bit about TeenWorks. We are as a youth employment organization um, helping to prepare young people for the jobs of the future. Um, we've been around since 1981, actually started as an organization um, called Pro 100 Inc. And it was started by a local philanthropist, um, Mr. Eugene Glick, who would take about 100 teens um, who lived in his apartment communities out to suburban golf courses and teach them relevant skills. And most of those jobs that they had during that time were landscaping and painting jobs, but they were always um, provided professional development training and opportunities. And fast forward to 2012, Mr. Glick is now in heaven and his eldest daughter, Marianne, really wanted to make sure that this organization became more than just a program, which that's all it was at that time. It was a six week summer program and um, really did what was necessary for it to become its own standalone 501c3 and rebranded it as TeenWorks and hired me as the president and CEO and charged me with growing it and <laughs> expanding the programming and hiring as many kids as possible and training them and ultimately getting them into great jobs. Why, wow. has one family like changed the landscape of Indianapolis more than the Glicks? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no kidding, wow. Yeah. I mean, like amazing. the story of the cultural trail Absolutely. is just, a, just incredible. Yeah. And I just, almost everywhere you look where there's been some kind of advancement that's really moved the city forward culturally, it's been the Glicks. Doug, it's very true. And, and I get, I have the opportunity to work with um, the sisters and some of the grandchildren now and the hearts of this family. Very smart and keen yeah. business people, but hearts of gold. And That's awesome. really want to see people succeed. That's amazing. You know, and, and kids just need a little bit of someone caring about them to you know, push them forward. And they do so am such amazing work. Yeah, let's talk about that. So um, is this a targeted group of teenagers or is it from all over or yeah. how does it work? So we actually operate in two Indiana cities. We operate in Indianapolis and Muncie. Um, we hire between the two cities about 500 teens from low socioeconomic backgrounds. So our kids typically qualify for free or reduced lunch. Um, we ask that they have a 2.5 GPA because they're going somewhere. Yeah. And sometimes these can be bubble kids. They're Maybe they're a little bit below that 2.5, but you, you can sometimes a 1.8. Yeah. And yeah. But they have a little bit of grit and they have a lot of potential. Did and you see Tammy looked at me? Again. It's like 1.8, Doug. <laughs> How did she know that? Sometimes <laughs> they're really high performing. They're the 4.0 kids, yeah. but they, they have high potential, but they're low income. And um, so we try to work with those students and align them with um, good training and experience and exposure that um, helps to put them in good, on a path for a great career. And how does, uh, so do 
kids apply then or are the parents helping them apply or how does it sometimes our kids are the parents yeah Um, they they are the leaders in their household or and they're just all all alone sometimes but then a lot of times there are parents but great team members like thomas here um recruit in marion county and muncie delaware county schools um starting in January we recruit pretty heavily we try to hit all of the high schools that we can and we have an online application process so any teen even outside of Mary County can apply as long as they can get to our nearest pickup site and they qualify and they meet the other requirements of the program and so how many how many schools are you going into on a you know on a monthly basis to try to recruit then our recruitment period is around um, January and February. Our application this year ended February 28th. Okay. Um, and I think every single day we were in at least one school, sometimes two or three. Um, you know, hitting the lunch tables, um, going into classrooms. Really, I think almost every major school in India in the Indianapolis area we went to. Um, so we have we'll hire 500 teens, and we've um, accepted 1,300 applications already (laughs) already yeah and that's that's average i mean the application closed or you know closed a little bit earlier this year because what we found was those kids we would keep it open like till april but those kids who waited to the last minute were usually they never finished the the um, application or they were the first ones fired so (laughs) (laughs) data shows that those who are aggressive and hungry those are the ones that we're going to end up hiring she looked at me again (laughs) (laughs) not like you Um, so uh, this is fascinating so the when you say we pay and these kids have jobs um, who who pays is it all coming out of the charity or is it corporate sponsorship yeah it um, it's paid for in a range of ways Um, but grateful to the Glicks they provide us a substantial grant every year that covers the salaries of all of our staff so we have have a team and so they make sure that our team is paid and so every dollar that we raise goes to our program and so So that's that's awesome so so you're not sitting there sweating nope every year don't have to worry about so you get to focus on the kids absolutely and our funders don't have to worry about whether or not they're paying my salary so they're we get to really focus on the kids um so Glick Philanthropies and then we have a number of grants from other local philanthropies Lily Endowment is a supporter, Strata, um, Clues Fund, Central Indiana Community um, Foundation, Nina Mason Pulliam, J.P. Morgan Chase is huge in this arena. They have um, a real corporate interest in summer youth employment specifically. Um, but there are lots who have like a statewide focus on this. So in the last couple of years, we've been able to secure funding from the Department of Labor through Employee Indy and also from the Department of Workforce Development through Skill Up. So and then we have some individual contributors. And right now, our big push is to engage employers because they are kind of the missing link okay. in all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really trying to prepare students in kind of those five what we call high wage, high demand career sectors the same sectors that we hear from employers all the time where there's going to be this major skill gap where there is over the next decade. And so those employers should be at the table and recognize that the kids that we're training are their pipeline Mm -hmm. and that they should have a hand. We want them to have a hand and telling us how you want them trained. What are the skills that you need to see when they show up at your doorstep? And that's the kind of partnership that we're looking to grow now. And so, so what, what, go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say that that's just awesome. Uh, you know, do you work with a lot of small businesses too? We want to work with every size okay. business and expose <laughs> teens to every size business yeah, because yeah. there are job opportunities in small, medium, and mm -hmm. large corporations. Kids seem to see the large kind of brands and say, oh, I want to go work for IPL or Salesforce. But there are so many other smaller businesses who a lot of times subcontractors or something for those big businesses who really support that work. And we that's a part of our role is to really provide that exposure and access to the range of jobs and careers that they could have at, just right here in Indiana. That's awesome. So what if uh, if I'm an employer and I'm going to get involved, what is my responsibility as part of this? Yeah, so it looks different for all employers. And that's, I think, I hope that we can always maintain this kind of flexibility. So I'll give you an example. Walmart came on board as a partner of ours, and they um, want to train our students to become future managers within Walmart. And so they developed kind of a nine-month rotation where teens get to learn five different functions of Walmart, yep. from kind of being the front um, and cashiering all the way to logistics and accounts payable and so you get to do these rotations and you can stay at Walmart or you can move on but you get to learn about Walmart as an organization and what job can't you have inside of Walmart well Walmart says you know we need to train them we need to pay them we're not arguing because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. budget relieving for a not-for-profit sure. so Walmart pays them but one of the biggest challenges that Walmart has with any employee um, adults and youth is transportation, getting to their stores, being able to get to work with reliable transportation. And so we take on that part. For others, we pay the teen and provide the transportation, but the um, company may reimburse us or give us a foundation grant or a corporate grant. And so we want to be able to have that type of flexibility. Gary Brackett and um, the Impact Foundation, they're a supporter, and we have teens who are working inside some of the Stack Pickle restaurants. Nice. And so they're learning about the hospitality industry, not just I'm serving like yeah. some of the jobs that I had when I was a teenager. Sure, yeah. They're learning about the business, yeah. and that's how we want to partner with with companies. I haven't worked in every industry. I have a utility background. I've I have my own interior design company, so I know some industries, but I don't know them all to right. write the curriculum or the um, training for those jobs. And that's where we like to partner with companies. Come in if there's a specific skill, or we can help a team get a certification or a credential through something that you're aware of, that's we like to partner with businesses in that way. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, so you asked me about pay. Yeah. So these kids get paid pretty well. Good. So they start off at about anywhere from seven fifty to eight dollars an hour. Yep. And every year that they come back, if they're accepted into our year round employment, they get a dollar on the hour. So oh, yeah, they're, doing, they're not, they're not doing too so, bad. So there's an incentive. <laughs> Lots to stay. of incentives, including yeah. um in, during the summer, if they come to work every day, they get a hundred dollar bonus for showing up to work because we're trying to really encourage that type of behavior. Yeah. Get up on time, get to work. Yeah. Um every week there is a team selected from each of the teams that they work on and as an employee of the week, they receive a $20 cash, um, well, $20 bill if they're selected for leadership, yeah. good character. And then at the end of the summer, each team selects um, a most valuable employee, and that employee receives a $100 bonus. So if you you fit all three buckets, you can basically come walk away from summer with another paycheck. Uh, nice. And uh, so we found that those things are very encouraging for teens, and they um, – I guess they, they keep they promote the right kinds of behavior yeah. because we want people who show up at work who are good stewards who are good citizens and um, can keep themselves clean not get into unnecessary trouble and be good employees 
Well, it's, it matches, you know, corporate life, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, the day and age that we're in right now is it's there's minimal supervision. You know, managers are have it difficult and they need employees to be self-starters mm-hmm. and motivated. Team players. Yeah. Collaborators. And, yeah. and we'd rather pay an employee more money and supervise them less, <laughs> you know, than the opposite. And Absolutely. so you're really preparing these kids for, you know, either an entrepreneurial or a great position at a company. Absolutely. That's awesome. Interesting you said entrepreneurial. So of the five pathways that we are really focused on, Thomas is our um, STEAM um, pathway manager, and we say STEAM with a little two over the A because we have agriculture and arts in our STEAM pathway. Um, But we have health and logistics, health and uh, life sciences, um, transportation, distribution, logistics, advanced manufacturing, retail as a, as a pathway, hospitality as a pathway. And our fifth pathway is actual, um, actually entrepreneurship awesome. because we want to expose teens to great entrepreneurs and maybe you create a job. But think about it, guys. An entrepreneurial spirit is valued by any employer. Absolutely. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, if you can create something out of nothing, that's Absolutely. worth his weight in gold, mm-hmm. really. I mean, it's it, we, we look for you know, people to work with that do that. Exactly. Because that's what we do. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, part of being an entrepreneur is if you're not working, you're starving. So. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I've been both. Yeah. <laughs> not working, being, entre- being an entrepreneur and starving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of the reasons we started this podcast was to get the word out about all these small entrepreneurs out there that are doing such great things. Mm-hmm. If you look at the history of our show, it's been one, two, three, four people shops that are just really changing Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. and. You know that you guys are making the next generation right there you know at the heart of indianapolis you're making the people that are going to change the city for the better and that's just amazing stuff like yeah. we're gonna be old and retired not have to you know they're gonna take care of us retired i know right nah we're well, never retiring yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, uh let's say a teen goes through this program for a year mm-hmm. um and they're just really uh, uh, just showing great, great progress through it. Um, what kind of dimensions are you looking at with yeah. that teenager that, yes, you know, not, not just from the, the tactical of, you know, getting up on time and mm-hmm. getting to work on time and everything else. What are you filling in that they don't typically get exposed to yeah. that, that employers really appreciate? It's a great question. So every year and it's starting in summer, teens develop a resume so they, if they don't have a resume, they develop one while they're with TeenWorks. And they also have the opportunity to do a mock interview. And so we enlist local businesses that will host a team of teens, so anywhere from five to 10 or 12 teens, who will come into your workplace dressed professionally, armed with their resumes, and have two interviews, two 15, 20-minute interviews, where a a business professional is going to provide them some feedback on their, their, um, how they appeared, um, what their resume says, um, how they interviewed, and give them some real feedback on it and kind of allow them to do it twice so that they get the practice of that um our teens also get some financial literacy training so first time you're getting a paycheck what do i do with this yeah yeah <laughs> where do i cash this check yeah. we government have, took how much uh, yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah, they have to fill out that yeah. w4 they're like i gotta pay taxes yeah. that's always a fun day when they get their first yeah. check i get that all back right <laughs> <laughs> so we actually on our hiring days we actually have local banks there to help get them set up with direct deposit Um, We have A-line cards where they get a debit card and that kind of thing, but we teach them the difference between a bank, a credit union, a 
payday loan center and why you don't want to use one of these predatory kind of places to do your banking and it's going to cost you more and you need a bank account you know it's a part of what you do as a responsible adult the amazing thing that you're saying there is these are things that we don't teach college (laughs) students right you're right i mean you're You're preparing these kids for life we do budgets um i mean that's that i i it's not even funny but my you know my my son graduated and got his phd Mm -hmm. and and uh nowhere in that phd was networking and understanding you know credit ratings you know all of those things exactly all of that came from you know him asking me Mm -hmm. and and talking to my friends Mm -hmm. and i and i was so surprised you know i was so surprised that a modern education system which ultimately was supposed to prepare you for life you know really isn't yeah you know uh and so this what an amazing head start these kids are getting yeah, we do a lot. We um, do some budget preparation. And so TeenWorks essentially has three programs. So we have TeenWorks Summer. We have TeenWorks Pro. And TeenWorks Pro is the year-round where you can work nine months out of the, an additional nine months plus um, up to 15 to 18 hours a week. Continue to earn. You get a little bit more money on the hour. You continue to get professional development and more exposure yeah. to a particular career path. So if you're interested, really interested in IT, as a pathway, then we try to get you set up in an IT company. If they don't have a job for you, we at least try to get like um, career visit days where mm-hmm. you get to go in, you can shadow some professionals. And yeah. we like to let the kids get at least a little bit of hands-on. So as much exposure as possible is gonna take place in TeenWorks Pro. And then we have what we call our alumni services. So any teen who works for us for at least two, two years, so it could be two summers or a summer plus year round, can um, become eligible for a TeenWorks scholarship. And because most of our kids are 21st century scholars, um, our um, funding goes a really long way to kind of cl- close the gap, and they essentially can go to school on a full ride. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, and it's not just for two- and four-year colleges. It can be for a credential. It can be yeah. for an apprenticeship mm-hmm. program, a trade school, trucking school, um, things that are going to lead yeah. you to gainful employment. And so that's a little bit different than a lot of scholarships are. But in that, we have a lot of supports for our teens. We find that a lot of our kids struggle in the math and sciences. Yep. So we've linked up with an awesome tutor, college-level tutor, who turns grades around like you wouldn't believe and so having that that they don't have to pay for this is something that usually very affluent kids would have access Mm -hmm, to right we provide that for our teens to help them succeed and um, and then if you didn't go down the college or you know some path right away our alumni services is there to continue to try to help you get connected to great programming and um, other even jobs so that's that's the function of a lot of those services those connections ultimately are your lifeline to yeah, absolutely you know opportunity yep. anyways because i think a lot of people underestimate you know how important your your physical network oh, is that to, uh, makes all the difference yeah, so absolutely. we we our aim is to have a team for four years so you can come to work for us at the end of your freshman year and you can work for us throughout high school and if you're really sharp you can come back and work for us as an assistant supervisor during the summers and that's always good for oh, our wow. kids to see like someone not too much that older than them the whole thing absolutely yep. that's and, awesome um, so um so in a lot of times we hire our scholars back to come mm-hmm. back and be supervisors and assistant supervisors during the wow. summer that's incredible Tom, thomas what a i i gotta ask this and and nobody can hear you cry on the on the <laughs> podcast, so it's okay. But what what are some of those just stories that just when you got into this were life changing that you saw happen? Sure. So um, I'm actually relatively new to the TeenWorks uh, team, 
Um, I started in January, but before this, I was also in education. I was a guidance counselor. So I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of teens struggling and coming into TeenWorks, I've seen them overcome a lot of those types of problems. So you hear about um, teenagers who are the sole breadwinner of their families. You know, maybe they are um, taking care of their three siblings because their parents are incarcerated or their parents are working two jobs, those types of things. So giving them these kinds of summer opportunities and year-round opportunities, um, it's not just giving them a job. It's giving them um, the ability to... Um, to give back to their families, give back to their neighborhoods, their friends, be a role model. Yeah, I, I continue to be amazed. So I've been with TeamWorks for two years, and um, last summer I did something that kind of surprised the, the staff and the teens. They didn't, they didn't know I was going to do this, but I was hearing and observing just profound thing after profound thing with these young people. And we often talk to them about grit and grit building. And yeah. so a lot of their jobs that they have in the summer are very community-based. You have to earn the right to come work for my IT Indy. <laughs> you cannot yeah. just go step in there. We, you have to go through the paces mm -hmm. with TeenWorks. You're going to paint the side of some buildings. You're going to pick up some trash and you're going to de-weed. You're going to plant. You're going to help serve people at a food pantry. Like yeah. those are the kinds mm -hmm. of jobs that you're going to have initially with TeenWorks. But I I watched teens last year who persevered through some of some amazing stuff. I mean, like parents passed away and they just keep going. Um, get hit by a car on a bicycle, continue to come to work, working at a bike safety center, working for freewheeling and wanting to make sure that kids learn all about bike safety. Kids, yeah. as Thomas said, literally plowing the way through to get themselves into college and figuring out things for the household because mom and dad are just not there. Yeah. Um, kids who were dropped off at DCS in the middle of the program, two weeks into the program, and were like, D we get a call from DCS. This team says this is the only thing stable in their lives. They really want to come to work. Can we assist? And yes, we're coming to get that kid mm -hmm. every single day yeah. and, and bring them to work. And so just it's just amazing what they can persevere through and so you think about that and how can we harness that because that grit and that perseverance that's what good employees are made of mm -hmm. and then you couple that with some real skill and some enlightenment and then who do we have we get to that diversity we were talking yeah. about yeah, yeah. and all kinds of yeah. all kinds of career paths well it's sometimes a door just needs open right that's it and it's a I, like some of the things that i hear you talking about that are important and i know ryan feels the same way is like just transportation yep. right mm -hmm. you know it's huge um, huge I, I joke with people i know a lot of people uh listening have heard me talk about it before or moan about it, I should say, you know, like light, light rail. Like I, I lived in a couple other cities that got light rail and I heard all the arguments about cost and expense and everything else. But as soon as the light rail was built, the first thing it did was break up really, really poor sections of the city because now all of a sudden people could travel inexpensively and go get a really good job. Mm -hmm. And then once they got a good job, they moved their family you know, out of those neighborhoods, and it broke it up, and and uh, and and so part of it is if you, if you're in a you know I know they talk about food deserts, but there's transportation deserts without too. a doubt. And so so you got a teenager that has all the drive in the world and all the you know all the enthusiasm for life, but they're stuck, 
you know, this is this is just incredible. What Which is mm -hmm. why transportation is our outside of wages is our largest line item. Yeah, oh my summer. God. I was going to ask about that. It is, is it just a bunch of it people is. in vans driving? Yeah, pretty these much. Kids? So try to rent a van from Enterprise in Indianapolis in July. It's yeah. not going to happen because we got the lock on them. <laughs> I've had people say that. I tried to rent a van. I couldn't get one. You have them all. Yeah, we do. Oh, my God. Yeah, we do. Well, we're, you know, we're not even downtown. I live on the outskirts of Plainfield, and transportation out there is still, you yeah. know, if you can't drive, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. That is the biggest barrier. So in summer, it's pretty easy because we have our summer supervisors. We hire somewhere between 50 and 100. 80, 100 people um, as seasonal staff during the summer, and they have a, have a double duty. So in the mornings, they're transit drivers, and then for the balance of the day, they're supervisors, and then in the afternoon, they turn back into transit drivers. Um, but our kids get to work. Um, so we have them picked up at their high school, which is a place we know that typically they can get to, and then that's the drop-off point. Um, it's a bigger challenge in the year-round employment to the point that we've um, had to retain and hire a, a transit driver, but we refuse to allow transportation to be a barrier to the access that we know our kids need. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to cry. I know, right? <laughs> I, I had a guy. That's always my goal. Do you have any money? That's <laughs> always the second goal. <laughs> Oh, Get them crying and well, then ask for a I'm gonna cry. I'm going to cry twice then. <laughs> so what's your biggest need right now? Employers at the table. Okay. Yeah. Right. We have how many Thomas kids um, waiting to work in our year round? I think it's around 170. Kids who have said, I want to work in TeamWorks Pro year round. They've so, already worked in the summer. We vetted them. They're ready to go. And we just need placement for them. And you're paying them. And we're paying them. So, well, it, so, but, but for year round, we're really trying to get employers to sure. put some skin in the game. Okay. But yeah, yeah but yeah, in the summer, yeah. we pay all of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So for employers listening, uh, obviously they need a place to go to. They're probably going to have a supervisor, right? An expectation of a supervisor. Is there preparation, like a, a, a development plan mm -hmm. that the employer works on with, with you guys? you know, to take them through? Mm -hmm. We develop an MOU with every employer okay. to say, this is what TeenWorks is gonna do. And this is where I was talking about the flexibility, Ryan. This is what TeenWorks is gonna do in this arrangement. And this is what employer X is going to do. And sometimes that might include that they're gonna, you know, we're not gonna pay the kids directly, but we're gonna give you a grant out of our foundation or yeah. something like that. Um, Sometimes it's, we can't take teens into our workplace. We, we do try to dispel that myth because there are manufacturing sites where 18 year olds can work and companies are hiring them. We just have to take the same safety precautions that you would take with an adult. I sure. mean, safety is safety, right? Um, but um, so sometimes it's, I don't I can't hire any kids, but I want to be involved in the training in some kind of way. I can participate in that component, or I'd like to host a mock interview day um, yeah. with the team. So there's lots and lots of ways for businesses to get involved and help to provide them. Oh yeah, yeah this I mean, is we got space. tons of resources yeah. here at yeah. the Speakeasy. We Love to throw like we we have interns like uh, some of our kids who work year round who are so interested in this field mm -hmm. that even if they just were able to come in and and observe what you guys were doing one afternoon it would be sub com compellingly well um, you know I mean uh, my, I, I don't know if you know this but my my first developer the first developer that worked for me he was 16 years old um, kicked out of his house um, not through his own fault it was just a, a bad you mm -hmm. know. Uh, 
relationship I- internal. He was living on friends' couches for the last two years of high school, and he came to me and said, you know, I want to learn how to develop. And so we worked on a couple projects. He wound up being the best developer I ever mm-hmm. had, you know, and now he's now he's got a full-time career. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't pay him enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so he's out yeah, there getting awesome. paid in another place. And, mm-hmm. and it was that, that – it was that stability that mm-hmm. he needed. You yep. know, it was that one. You don't come that from that. Had. It's kind of yeah. hard to rationalize not having a home to go to and yeah. lay your head down every night. I didn't but even that know it. It's a I, lot. I, I honestly didn't know for about a year that he was literally homeless. Yep. He was, you know, working out of a with with a backpack, and yep. that was it. So we had two teens, even in our year round, who literally families were living out of either moving from hotel to hotel or living literally out of a car. Yeah. And I'm like, we got to help that so. well the, the opportunity i think especially when it comes to technology is the opportunity is most of the information is online and available mm-hmm. you know and most of these kids have phones i'm Absolutely. guessing mm-hmm. and so they have access to the knowledge mm-hmm. they just you know need a place to put it to work yep. and so I, I tech is is probably a great great place to have these kids i know thomas wants to <laughs> get as many it. teens yeah. in tech <laughs> as possible yeah, okay. that, yeah. you know obviously working in an industry it changes so fast mm-hmm. that you know, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room anymore. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's changing so fast. When like, were you? Every day I'm with you. <laughs> so, so, Ryan, I have a question for you. We Absolutely. can switch places a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. <laughs> so we often, and I, I've heard this from awesome. other tech companies that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they don't like to hire people f- with four-year degrees. That well, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that they're learning in colleges is already out of date by the time yeah. they show up in a workplace. We'll so, even see certification books out of date for the yeah, stuff that they're absolutely. teaching on. Wow, wow. So how, if you were starting all over again or advising a young person mm-hmm. who might have limited resources, how would you advise them to get really, really inoculated into this field? Oh, man. The number one skill you need is troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you, you can't take something apart and put it back together, which is hard because this mm-hmm. is what they play with now. Mm-hmm. This doesn't right, come I'm showing a phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm showing an iPhone. <laughs> but, you know, I grew up building computers. You know, mm-hmm. if something didn't work, okay, take it all apart, put it back together. And it's it's the same thing with technology. If something mm-hmm. doesn't work, there's a specific reason why. Mm-hmm. Something didn't compile right. Something wasn't set up right. Your network infrastructure is incorrect. No, there's a reason why something's not. Or somebody just made a bug in the software, and it's not getting fixed until they fix it. Mm-hmm. So there's always a specific reason why. And troubleshooting to that point where you can say this is the problem is huge. Mm-hmm. No matter what we do, anything you do in life, fixing a dishwasher, mm-hmm. you know, uh, buying a car, you know, trying to fix it, all those things point to troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. And that's a skill a lot of people don't have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of these kids are already doing it and they mm-hmm. don't even realize don't even it. Know it. You know, yeah. they're 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 messing with code on a website or they're playing with it. You know, they're just doing something mm-hmm. and they don't even realize it. Um, they can go pick up a Raspberry Pi for mm-hmm. what, six bucks or mm-hmm. something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and have their own little computer that mm-hmm. they can start programming and mm-hmm. everything. I like the bar- the barrier to entry is so low, but Again, finding where, mm-hmm. you know, and what what to start on. But mm-hmm. definitely troubleshooting is, um, it's a discipline, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you've got kids out there that they know how to take an Android phone and hack it mm-hmm. and put Nintendo games on it and everything else and jailbreak it that was mm-hmm. a new yeah, term jailbreak that I learned. <laughs> exactly but yep. but that's a that's a talent yeah. that's not a that's not a, a criminal behavior that's a it's a talent yeah. and and so those are the types of uh, it's that self-starting kind of kid that figures it out yep. and they go online and they look and they read all these places mm-hmm. guess what Ryan and I do every single day is that 
how do I, you know, for me, it might be a design thing where I'm using Illustrator. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do something. What do I do? I go look online, I go watch a couple videos and I go figure it out. And it's that, it's, it's that resourcefulness, mm -hmm. you know, and then that discipline that, that, that if, if a kid has it, they have it. And I, I mean, I started, you know, I was an electrician uh, out of the Navy and right after World War II, right? yeah exactly <laughs> and uh and and when i started uh, we didn't have it groups mm -hmm. it was the electricians that ran cable and and started to network and put everything together and i just got the bug i was good at it mm -hmm. and other people weren't mm -hmm. and so once i figured out that i was good at it i just dove in head first and um and that's what it takes in this industry because if if you're relying on a class, like Ryan said, you know, if you're relying on a class, one, if it's a college course, it's going to be three developed three years ago. Mm -hmm. So all of the technology has changed, wow. you know, then if it's if it's a trade course, you're probably a lot closer. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a certification online, it's probably out of date, mm -hmm. you know, but um, so you've got to be someone that's resourceful mm -hmm. because our our day-to-day -day is learning every single day mm -hmm. ryan works with different equipment every single day i work with different technologies you know every single day and so um once you get accustomed to the fact that everything is going to change forever and it is mm -hmm. then and you're comfortable with that mm -hmm. you can really be successful in mm -hmm. technology mm -hmm. the the people that you know you, you the people that tend to to stagnate are the ones that go I don't want to update my phone. You know, I just learned how to do this now, you know, <laughs> leave it well, alone. <laughs> yeah. Leave it alone. And the other half of the people are, I can't wait to up, update mm -hmm. my phone and mm -hmm. see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, those people that want to update and look forward to it. Those are the people that just fit perfectly That's you know, good. into this environment. That's good. One of the things that we do with um, teens who ultimately get into our um, year round programming is uh, we do some pro some profile kind of assessments mm -hmm. um, that using disk profile yeah. and interest inventory awesome. and strong interest inventory to show them like you think you you say you want to do this but look at all kind of how you're wired yeah. <laughs> and you know and start to kind of peel that onion back to say you might want to think about these um, um, opportunities or just experiment with yeah. it. If you don't like it, that's one thing, but this says that you have a real entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. So let's see how we can cultivate that. Well, and that's, I, I, you know, I think that's, that's an important aspect of what you guys are doing too. And that's that I always tell people that I, I love working with kids. So I'm going to be talking to you after anyways. Mm -hmm. But, but one of the things is that I hear a lot of kids get told no you know, either by sometimes their family. Mm -hmm. um, I, I tell the story of my mom when I started my own business. She said, oh, my God, Doug, you know, and uh, and I was so surprised that mm -hmm. my own mom didn't mm -hmm. have faith that mm -hmm. I could pull this off, <laughs> um, you know, and God love her. Mm -hmm. You know, she was just worried about mm -hmm. me. But but we're surrounded by peers that, you know, if if a kid in an inner city school said, I think I'm going to be a developer and all the kids make fun of them and say, are you kidding me? You're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. Yep. And that, and, and, you know, part of, part of this lifestyle is, is when you see successful people, successful people don't listen to people, tell them what they can't attain in exactly. life. You know, it's, it, they listen to what they can and they surround mm -hmm. themselves with people like you guys yeah. who are telling them the doors yes, are you open. Can. You right. can move through them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think it's just, just, 
really, really an important aspect of this. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, one of the things that I've, I've got three kids and we try not to say no, obviously sometimes you have to, yeah. but you know, when, when they say, Hey, I want to try this big, our first question is, okay, how do you make that happen? Mm -hmm. They say, I want to be an astronaut. Okay. Mm -hmm. How do you make that happen? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Okay. Well, let's go look this up. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and, and we don't say no, no is a bad thing. I, mm -hmm. And it's just, it, it stagnates them like, Oh, I guess I can't do that now. And just, you know, and the other question we ask them, um, what now? Okay. What next? What now? Because you just like, described our individual career plan. Yeah. You want to do this? How do we make that happen? Yeah. And what, what do you need to do to get to the next yeah. step? So, and we yeah. even say that for things mm -hmm. like I want to buy an Xbox. Okay. Yep. How do you make how it you happen? Because I'm not buying it for mm -hmm. you. <laughs> You know, you, mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, I think I need to earn some money. Okay, great. There's a whole bunch of stuff in the backyard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will pay you cash. That's right. And it really, it, it changes them. You know, they, they understand that there's no limits to what they can do. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, kids are, you know, they're so malleable at that age that mm -hmm. if you constantly tell them no, then that's all they're going to think. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. I can't mm -hmm. do this. I can't. Like, no, you really can. You really can. Someone just never gave you the opportunity Absolutely. or even encouraged you or just flat out didn't say no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and our teens, they do need encouragers mm -hmm. and they need encouragers sure. that reflect the diversity of this world. Yeah. People who don't necessarily look like them, who believe in them, mm -hmm. yes. and people who look like them, who believe in them. They mm -hmm. absolutely need those encouragers. Well, th you're typically surrounded, right? That's you're right. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, jealousy sets in. I'm guessing some of these kids who have full-time jobs and, they're, and yeah. they're doing and pretty good. Yeah, and scholarships. And scholarships, yeah. and they're probably buying themselves some nicer mm -hmm. clothes and mm -hmm. everything else. Mm -hmm. And and now other kids are getting upset mm -hmm. with that mm -hmm. and yeah. maybe making fun of them mm -hmm. and everything else. And mm -hmm. so... It's got to be a rough ride, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. to, to get through that. Yeah. It takes a rough backbone to be successful. Oh, I mean, it does. It, it does. It, it, you know, the, the, the I flack. <laughs> the, well, look, you should hang out with me more. You know, you are who you associate with, Doug, so you need to hang out with me more. No, but, the, you know, the, the criticism you take from people that aren't willing sure. to do the work is astounding. I used to work in a school district, and the teachers that went out and got the grants and had the nice technology a lot of the other teachers are like, well, you know, I, I want that stuff. Like, why don't I have that stuff? You got to work like, for well, it. Well, you didn't get off your butt and do yeah. the thing you needed to do. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you teach that skill to some kids and mm -hmm. boom. It, yeah, it, it changes their life. The limit. That's right. It's life changing. So let's, let's, uh, I want, I want to close out because there's a call to action here, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, on the biggest aspect of this is to get these employers. Um, is there a, a minimum threshold for an employer? To there is not, but okay. I have some exciting news to share. Oh, um, Ooh. thanks to <laughs> news. Yay. So thanks to um, some generous um, funders, we have some matching grants grant dollars that are available. So any employer that comes on board and hires a kid, um, this this matching grant fund will match their contribution dollar for dollar. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, That's so fantastic. you can do a little bit less this year and kind of step up and, you know, or, you know, we can just think about some creative things, but yeah, dollar for dollar match in, in 2018. And, and uh, uh, I want to go back to the tech side just because some of our listeners will be on that side. A lot of us are, are you know, variables, schedules and we don't necessarily have to have you know someone sitting in front of us mm -hmm. is that is that something that's okay mm -hmm. or are you more looking for a supervised environment for no um, we're, we're looking for the work experience for okay good. and Honestly, so the modern and reality and for the modern our teams. gig economy <laughs> exactly. is you might yeah. be working out of a Starbucks yep. for four hours a day. Yep. So, mm -hmm. yep. okay. and you know, teen works had, we have great office space at 28th and Meridian and we have a, a, what we call our work tech center where, you know, that, that could be a workplace yeah. for them. That could be their coffee shop if they're working. Oh, somewhere. that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is great. So, <laughs> 
So how do people get a hold of you then? All right, um, www.teenworks.org, or you can always call me directly, Tammy Barney, 317-916-7950. This is fantastic. This is a great episode. Yeah, I, awesome. I hope everybody out there, please, uh, if you're <clears throat> listening to this episode, please uh, share it too. Share mm -hmm. it on social media because uh, I know there's a lot of employers that are always looking for talent, mm -hmm. you know, and and uh, this this seems like just the optimal opportunity, especially right here in downtown Indianapolis, mm -hmm. where where it could be where your enterprise <laughs> vans could have to drive a little. That's less. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How do you like those potholes? In those yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're gone by summer. Yeah. <laughs> my baby. Yeah. Amen. Well, thank you so much thank for being here. Thank you, Michelle. gentlemen. Yeah. This was great. And 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 sincerely. You know, as part of the city, thank you for what you're doing yeah. too, because you're really reshaping the city, thank you. and that 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 means a lot to to the people. Mm -hmm. thank you. If you're an Indianapolis-based professional and would like your story to be heard on Off the Circle, contact us at offthecircle.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a glowing review. Off the Circle is recorded at DK New Media's podcast studio at the Speakeasy in downtown Indianapolis.